0: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to Donna and Steve on my talk. One, oh, seven, one, everything entertainment. Okay. I didn't get to this in our last segment, but I saw something. I have to say something just very quickly. There's a guy in Brazil. Okay. Ended up in the ER after watching YouTube tutorials and trying to give himself a nose job. Okay. And he's not the first person to try it. YouTube has to remove at home rhinoplasty videos all the time to prevent other people from doing it. This can kill you if you go into shock. So the guy showed up to the ER with his nose all jacked up and infected. He said he used an anesthetic from a vet to dull the pain while he did surgery on himself, but he didn't use gloves, he didn't clean the wound. He was trying to make his nose thinner, and he stitched himself up afterwards. And it sounds like he used super glue to close the wound. Doctors treated the infection. They sent him home. They referred uh, referred him to a specialist for more treatment and told him to start seeing a therapist.
2: I mean, how big was his nose or whatever was wrong with it? I
0: don't know the answer to that question.
2: Uh. Thank you. Have you done? I mean, it's funny how,
0: you know, anytime, like.
2: anytime you want to get something done, like I I have like a shower head, you know, hole that's like spraying sideways. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, Meg, we need it. We need a new shower head. She's like, we'll just we'll just fix it. And I'm like, OK, but what am I going to do? I'm going go to go to YouTube. Of course. And figure out how to fix a shower head that's Correct. spraying sideways. But I would it would never occur to me to like do surgery on myself. After watching YouTube. Me (laughs)
0: neither. Although, you know, it's kind of pricey.
2: Yeah. I mean, how much was your nose job? Don't worry about it.
0: You mean the one I'm going to get? Yeah. Um, Your nose is lovely. What's it going to be? No. I mean, this is how God made me. I'm just like, whatever. You're a lovely lady. If I had a deformity, I'd be like, yeah, let's, let's take care of that. But I feel like. I don't know.
2: That got deep. I was just sort of trying to make a joke about, you know...
0: My nose? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. All right, I'm going to move on.
2: You want to go give us a beat? Yes, I do. Please do. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the News? This This is is the beat. Beat. Okay, I
0: don't even know why this is a story, because I have strong opinions about this. But... I will relay the story regardless. Naomi Judd left both of her daughters out of her will, which is believed to be worth $25 million.
2: That's kind of a big deal, especially that's she was kind of known for partnering with one of her daughters.
0: Correct. And Winona is reportedly... Uh, upset because together they were the Judds and she was a major force uh, behind her mom's success. Here's the deal. Naomi's husband of 33 years, Larry Strickland, is the executor. He was given full authority and discretion over her assets without the approval of any court. And if Larry, Larry, ceases or fails to serve then his brother Reginald Strickland will be named co-executor along with a guy, another guy named Daniel Chris Wyater. That seems a little cold. Um, okay, but the will was prepared in 2017, and Naomi was of sound mind and disposing memory when she signed and approved it. Um, of course. We all know that Naomi took her own life earlier this year on April 30th. I don't think, okay, so my dad died before my mom died. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any money. It all goes to his wife. Yeah, I see that's what you're the saying. way it works. Yeah. Like, you don't get any money if there is a spouse under normal circumstances, right? Unless you spef- specifically say, right. I would like my kids to have this much if I die. No, it's if you're both gone, then I just feel like that's that's really presumptuous to think that you're going to get money because a parent dies while they're married.
2: I get it. You know what I, You know what is odd is when you Google Larry Strickland, the first picture that comes up on Google, uh, he has an impressive image. Uh, 80s mullet. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, at least he used to. Yeah, I agree. Isn't that how it goes? Like, if I die, it goes to my wife. And then if later, it'll go to my kid, I guess. Right. I don't know. My The vast rock lobster estate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, I don't see a mullet on this guy. He what? doesn't have a
2: mullet. But when I when I search him on Google, the first picture at the top of the page has a mullet, even though that picture is easily thirty years old. I'm not sure if Google is editorializing there. But um, fair enough. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. That's how it goes, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, need I mean, if you, I think
0: in. if you have minors, you know, children who are minors. Not minors, like they're going yeah, into they're a mine. They're
2: minors in the diamond shaft.
0: Right. <laughs> it just, it just kind of bugged me when I saw that story. It's like, yeah, why would you get any money? First of all, you're both very successful celebrities yeah. in your own right, right? One's an actress, one's a recording artist,
2: right? Sold millions of albums. I think you're right. So, I mean, is there? Uh, there's no a quote that says why Nona is shocked. Or it hurt, says.
0: um Radar Online has been told that Winona is upset. Okay. Okay. Radar Online. <clears throat> okay. I'm okay. done. Right. Uh, but What's while that? we're in the in country music, yeah, realm, why not? Uh, Post Malone. I know he's. I feel like he's done something with Keith Urban before, but he covered a classic Brad Paisley song. It's called "The Fishing Song." I'm gonna miss her.
2: Oh, okay, sure.
0: And he really did a great job. Listen to this.
2: Okay, here goes. Oh, when I get home But right now I'm on this lake shore And I'm up. I'm sitting in the sun
0: I love the, like, respect he's paying to country music. Right? I mean, because sure. he's a pop artist.
2: Yeah. I
0: Two thumbs up, Post Malone. Two thumbs
2: up. Love you. My child, he's coming to the XL uh, September 11th. My, my 10-year-old dabbles in some Post Malone. Really? My kid's been li- re- lately listening to some Young Gravy. Oh! <gasps> From Rochester? Are you kidding? Do you know the
0: history of Young Gravy on this show?
2: Uh, we've sort of talked about Young him. Gravy. Uh, he's kind of he's kind of good, actually.
0: Okay, all right. He, is he from Wisconsin? He's
2: from like Rochester, Minnesota. For oh, Rochester. I, yeah. All right. Anyways, I don't know. Post Malone, I uh, I love him. I can't get past the face tats. I'm just like your person who's made. Bad I don't choices. even
0: think of his face when I hear his music, though. I just think of the music.
2: You're just into the vibe, man.
0: Yeah, man. I love that. What do you call that thing? That, that
2: your technique? Your No, oh, that they put vibrato? on their voice.
0: Vibrato? Nope, it's
2: Oh, auto-tune? Auto-tune.
0: I love that. Yeah? Yeah, quick. Sweet. All right. Bye.
2: Bye. Should we go see Post Malone September 11th at the XL Energy Center? Yes. Okay, bye.
0: All right. Are you buying me a ticket?
2: No, I was hoping... For my we- birthday? Oh, is that your birthday? September 11th?
0: No, but... It's, oh, it's you know, August, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: I know so many August birthday people.
0: Yeah, because everyone was doing it in December.
2: Making <laughs> Christmas babies.
0: You got it. Um, Hey, if Steve's not back in time for College of Pop Culture Knowledge, should I get, like, B. Arthur? It's
2: not a play? bad idea. You know what else isn't a bad idea is for me to write those questions. So okay. I'll do that during the break All right, here. you do that
0: during the break. When we come back, how about an immersive squid game experience? I want to know your thoughts on that. And Tiger Woods... I saw the headline. We'll break it down. He rejected an $800 million offer. Tell you about that, too, when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk One O Seven One. Everything entertainment. Uh, Steve is off doing something with Kelly and Ryan as we speak. It's me and Rocco, man. Hey. Hey, Rocco. How's it going? How are those questions coming? I think I'm
2: good. So now we maybe need to find uh, someone in the building to play along with you. Maybe we'll find Ross. somebody. We'll
0: find Ross. Well, oh, let's find Ross. We'll get him in here. Why yeah. not? Okay. Uh, in the meantime, did you watch Squid Game? I can't remember. Yes, I did. You did. It did took you me like a while it? To
2: finish it, I yes, I I liked it. Okay. Started out strong. I kind of got bored in the middle. Took me a while to finish it, but I finished it.
0: Well, Steve I'm told me I how did. it ended, and I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy.
2: Cra- how much did you get through it? Like one scene?
0: One, one, yes. That one episode, episode, and I just went, Mm-mm, nope, 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 nope. There's something perverted about it I didn't like. Yeah, I'm with you. Like somebody, you know, getting their rocks off on people being killed and shot. It just, it, I don't know. It gave yeah, me a bad no, that feeling. is
2: actually kind of a plot point to the show. Mm, it is like kind he. of a pervy thing
0: is it really kind of mm.
2: turns out you know rich people pay and watch this stuff and sort of you know, oh
0: yes do it's... sex
2: things while they're doing it. they yeah. do
0: oh yeah. i didn't i isn't that funny i only
2: you picked up on it donna you've yeah you, you can spot a perv from yeah. a mile away it just does not yeah it
0: just i don't know it just it feels like it's Giving people ideas and I don't like it. Anyway, I digress because now you can live your best squid game life without (laughs) without your life actually being on the line. There's an immersive game experience. It's coming out next month in nine cities across the country. It's going to be a 60 minute game for groups of up to six people. The people who participate will wear a visor that tracks their motion and use touch screens to complete six challenges from the show, like Red Light.
2: hmm I got that here.
0: Uh, Red light. And Dalgona?
2: Well, I don't know. Is, does it explain what that is? Because I don't... No. There's a few games in there. I thought maybe I read that you do the one, the marble game. Was there... Is that brought up? Just
0: says Dalgona.
2: I'm going to Google it, Donna.
0: Okay. Players must survive each challenge to advance in the game. And if they fail, they will lose a virtual life.
2: Okay. So Dalgona, you probably didn't get this far. It's the one where they had to carve shapes out of the cookie. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, Yeah. So if you win, it puts money in your piggy bank. Okay. It's going to debut on September 21st. Booking has already opened. And to find out if it's in a city near us, let's go to Immersive.
2: When I looked at it the other day, I felt like there was New York and like Dallas or something. What is it called?
0: Immersivegamebox.com. Okay. Me looky looky. Let's select our location. Uh, California, Colorado, Illinois.
2: Chicago's close to us.
0: Yeah, we could do that. You didn't mention that. Okay. Utah, Virginia, Texas,
2: and New York. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I think this is kind of fun. I mean, I, I know, you know, I remember Alexis talking about when Harry Potter came out. stuff like, I want to play Quidditch or whatever, you know, like yeah. you, when something like this happens, you're like, I would like to play that. I would. I wonder if I'd be good at that. Yeah. And now you can find out.
0: Yeah. Check it out at uh, Immersive gamebox.com
2: Have you ever done, I don't know if this is, do you wear a headset like VR? You I have, think so, yeah. Have you ever done anything no. like that? I should bring in, we have one of those, you know, uh, Oculus. You do? Yeah, it's kind of fun and it's also kind of I feel like I'd be dizzy. Yes. Oh yeah,
0: and I already have vertigo, so I don't know if yeah, I, would I would do stay well. Alright, thanks anyway. Um, sorry, no, you're, you're my best you. friend. Okay.
2: What else do you want to talk about?
0: Um, I would like to talk about
2: You know what I want to talk to you about? And I want to bring it up with Steve. You're juror number 12. You're kind of a legal law expert. Absolutely. um, I'm going to be a little bit late Thursday because I need to go fight a parking ticket.
0: I've never fought a ticket before, even when I wanted to. I don't know. We took
1: it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see.
2: We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become?
0: Senua Saga, Hellblade 2.
2: Play it now with Game Pass.
1: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news,
2: How that works? Do you just go in there and go? How dare you? Yeah, I mean, here's what I'm gonna do, and I've only done it once before. And like, basically, I walked in and I was like, "I'd like to contest this." And they looked at it and they're like, "Okay." And they ripped it up and I went on my way. What? But that was like 1997 or something.
0: So I guess you get an A for effort, just for I guess going down. So I
2: went. I parked at a you know a concert, some cool thing down hipster thing in downtown St. Paul, and I felt like I paid the max on my meter right and i found a ticket so i'm gonna bring my receipts
0: okay so you have a legitimate
2: but i was wondering if juror 12 had any thoughts on
0: i don't okay bye i don't know how to do it but here's a question Mm -hmm. have you ever tried to contest a speeding ticket because you know points don't seem to be a big thing around here but growing up i felt like if if you had so many points on your license you would lose your license
2: oh interesting I guess I don't know much about that because I follow the rules and. Oh really? uh, But I don't know. I I was really hoping you'd have some insight. Why
0: would I have any insight?
2: Because you're very into the legal profession. Mm. I was wondering. I was kind of wondering if you could come with me and be my advisor.
0: I would love to.
2: Steve could do the show by himself.
0: Yes, we should make him do that. We owe him that. We do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how to contest stuff. Okay.
2: It's fine. Let's get back to pop culture. I don't want to.
0: Okay. Well, that's kind of poppy.
2: I watched something kind of cool last night with my son. Please share. Um, it's on Disney Plus, and it is the story of Giannis Atetakumpo.
0: No way.
2: Um, I think it's called The Rise. Yeah. Um, and it's a Disney Plus. It's like a, a biopic, a biopic, as Julia might say. Mm-hmm. Um about uh, his uh, growing up in Greece and being drafted and learning how to play basketball. I highly enjoyed it. Good acting. Documentary? Good uh, no, a, bi- a biopic. Oh,
0: as, a biopic.
2: As Julia would say.
0: Okay, so that means... It's yeah, f- so it's kind of like a docu-series.
2: It's a docu-drama. F- it's a, it's a, it's a, docu- it's a drama. scripted. It's a scripted drama that's about... A real thing. Got it. Um, I am giving it a thumbs up if you got a kid who's into basketball or you like basketball. Okay. I know you are really big into hoops. Yeah, you know me. I like to shoot hoops in the park. Um, but yeah, this kid came from nothing to be like a an M V P of the NBA. Um Wow. And
0: uh I I do like a good sports. Biopic. I yeah, do.
2: I think you'd like it, although I just gave you the... Yeah, mm, I'm not going to watch out. it anymore. Spoiler alert. Uh,
0: Tiger but... Woods, by the way, while we're in sports, uh, he rejected an $800 million offer to leave the PGA Tour for the upstart... Uh, live, Yes. Golf. Did you know that? Sponsored by Saudi Arabia. Yeah,
2: it's kind of a sticky wicket. It's kind of, it's, they've got money and this and that, but it's also, you know, funded by the Saudis and kind right. of, uh, it's kind of in Trump world. They're, they're playing a lot of the Trump courses. So it's, uh, you know.
0: He made a decision. Yes. He's got enough money. Anyway,
2: College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Common write-up. Give us a call. Call us. Be part of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, it's going to be Donna versus Ross. You might Woo! have heard him on the morning show. You bet. 651-641-1071. I'm very excited. It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ
0: Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see
2: how smart you are. Hello, everybody. Oh, there's somebody. Oh,
0: Rocco's going to get that line. In the meantime, I went and grabbed Ross out of his office. Actually, out of Brooke's office. Thank you. You have no idea what you're about to get into. Literally, Oops.
1: Which mic am I on? Uh, there, there we go. Literally zero idea what I'm getting into, other than I've heard the game played a few times. Oh. So I mean I have I have a bit of an idea, but I'm not prepared at all. Uh oh
0: I think Steve is back. Oh Steve Oh am I leaving? Back.
1: Steve oh, Well Ross, hang on. <laughs> Let us first say Maybe something Ross to and you. I can
0: play together.
1: Yeah, why don't we have Ross as your lifeline, and then, uh, Ross, you'll be playing for The Caller. Should we do it that way? I don't
2: know. I don't know. Let The Caller pick. Or should we just tell Ross to go back and do some podcasting?
1: (laughs) I I think being booted <laughs> before even starting is a great story, and, and I, it was right after you said, "I don't know what I'm getting myself into here," and you never will now, Ross. Because bye. I
0: All right, the get out. We're we getting rid of Ross, <laughs> are we really? Turns I feel out bad.
1: we're getting rid of Ross. It's a it's a you know what, Steve? I never liked you. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> I love you, my man. I'm glad you're back. All
2: Whoa. right, fine, Ross. Thank yeah. you anyway. No bye. Problem. All right, All right, All right seems all now, right. here's the funny thing. So, today is National Night Out Day. Uh, and so, I thought about uh, maybe doing uh, a quiz about uh, pop culture and neighbors. Mm-hmm. But I, like it. I like
1: that. No, you're doing that on the yeah. afternoon
2: show. I found so many movies and TV shows about neighbors that I decided to do it for Lori and Julia today at 5 o'clock right here on FM 107. All right. That's not what we call it anymore, is it? Um, anyways. It's National Coloring Book Day. It's National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Oh. But okay. here's what I did. I didn't like those, so I decided to look at celebrity birthdays. And I found two celebrities today having a birthday, both named Butch. And I thought to myself, there must be a million Butches out there. I'm going to do Butch trivia.
0: Oh, my God. Are you really? It turns out
2: there's not it's a lot so of Butches. dumb. There's not a lot of celebs named Butch.
1: Okay. Um, Okay. So celebrities named Butch. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um. So uh, it's gonna go like this. Uh, Sue's gonna come on the line.
0: Hi, Sue. Hey, Sue.
1: Hey.
0: How are you? Good. How's it going? Hey, you know, you know, it's fine. Thanks,
2: Sue. Who (laughs) do you think knows more about celebrities named Butch or Butches in pop culture? Let's say Mm. it that way.
0: Oh boy. Um, I am going to go with my gal, Donna. Yay! Oh, Woohoo! Mm. Bye, Steve. All right.
1: Mm. All right. Um, I'm going to go. Yeah, Wave me down right. when it's my time, okay? Okay. All right. Okay, bye, bye
2: now. There goes Sue. There goes Steve. All right, Donna. I think that you'll find this interesting.
0: Oh, it's so funny. You said interesting right at the moment I read the word interesting. Oh,
2: I love it when that happens. Me too. All right, so uh, these are butches in pop culture. Um, we'll start with this one. He's turning 67 today. His name's Butch Vig. Uh, he was just in town as the opening act uh, for Alanis Morissette. But he is best known for producing Nirvana's diamond-selling second studio album, known as what? In vitro. Turning 69 today is Butch Patrick. He played a werewolf on what mid 1960s CBS show? He played a werewolf? Mm-hmm. On. On The Munsters. And in 1969's Butch Cassidy and The Sundance Kid, who played the two title characters? Robert Redford. And. And
0: the other guy. Thank you.
2: All right, Sue. Donna's going to need some help on butches in pop culture. Uh, turning 67 today, Butch Vig is known for producing Nirvana's diamond-selling second studio album. You're just going
0: to give her every question?
2: Isn't that how it works? You're telling her which ones I got wrong? No, I'm starting at the beginning. Okay. How okay. about?
0: Okay. Hey, hey, Sue, which I ones would you really like have to have change? I have no idea about
2: it. The first two you don't?
0: No. But but the the last one I know uh, I think did you say Paul Newman or did you say Oh I said
2: Robert Redford. You said
0: Robert Redford. And Paul Newman. Yeah. So that's the I can only help you with that one. All right, that's all we need. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hang on, Sue.
1: We can wave at Steve. Okay, come on,
0: Steve. Stevie boy.
1: Hi there.
2: Hi, welcome back to Famous Butches. How'd you do, Donna? I don't know.
1: I think there's only one Butch.
2: (laughs) It's so funny. I mean, what are the chances that the two of the most famous Butches in pop culture share the same birthday, August 2nd? We need to celebrate. It's Butch Day on my talk.
1: (laughs) Happy Butch Day. How are you celebrating? (laughs) All right. We'll start with this one.
2: Turning 67 today, Butch Vig, he was just in town as the opening act uh, he was the drummer for the opening act at the Alanis Morissette show. We, we might get to that later if there's a tiebreaker. But Butch Vig is known for producing Nirvana's diamond-selling second studio album. Named Diamond. what? Wow,
0: that's 10 million
1: albums. Uh, smells Like Teen Spirit.
2: Turning 69 today, Butch Patrick played a werewolf on what mid-1960s CBS show? Teen Wolf. And in 1969's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, who played the two title characters? Uh,
1: it was Mary-Kate and Ashley. Also. Oh, Steve this does not know final. his
2: butches. Uh,
1: Get out. Wolfman. Wolfman. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, Wolfman.
0: I just stabbed
2: myself. With the thing with that the you cartel? were going to stab I me
0: with? the thing off the tree, yeah. Mm.
2: All right, let's bring Sue back, because I think Sue's going to win a T-shirt. Yeah. Butch Fig uh, was in town. He was the drummer for the band Garbage, oh. but he produced Nirvana's uh, second album. It sold, like Donna said, over 10 million copies. It was called Nevermind. Ah! Oh, shoot. Um, turning 69 today, Butch Patrick played a werewolf on The Munsters.
1: Yes! Donna got Would that one right. Teen Wolf or nope. Wolfman? No. Okay.
2: And in 1969's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, you really have no idea, Steve.
1: No, not even Sundance.
2: Sundance is kind of a clue.
1: Robert Robert Redford. Give him oh, <laughs> it's all right. You get t T-shirt Sue. Oh, uh, and, and
0: Eddie Paul Redmayne. Newman, Eddie Redmayne. Is Steve going to ask me what I'm going to do today?
1: Is yeah, he's going to
0: guess your age too, Sue. So Let's do it. Oh,
1: okay. Go ahead. No, apparently that's frowned upon, and I'm an ageist. No, um, oh, go ahead, Sue. Well, first of all, by the sound of your voice, I've got you at fifty-four. Oh,
0: okay. 50,
1: mm. Yeah, you're close. Cool. Sue, how old are you? how old are you? Fifty-seven. Oh, okay. I wasn't too far off. there. Wow, I would have guessed way uh, What are younger. you planning? I would have get. I should have, Donna. Yeah. You're just not good at that. Me there. It's okay. Um, Sue, so what are you up to now that you've won a game? You've won a T-shirt. Uh, what's next in your agenda? I am going to
0: color in my coloring books and eat ice cream sandwiches oh. for the rest of the day.
2: She listens to the things I say.
0: Wow, I love it. it's amazing.
1: You know, we actually, Sue, we just were at a dinner last week and somebody brought out ice cream sandwiches for dessert. You know, a bunch of kids were around and then offering them to the adults. And I probably, in a moment when I should have used a better filter, I said, can I say something about ice cream sandwiches? (laughs) And I said, I just think that they're the garbage option of ice cream. Like if you go to an ice, I wanted to like them as a kid. But if you get an ice, if you're at an ice cream truck and they're like, sorry, kids, all we have are ice cream sandwiches. You'll slash that ice cream truck's tires.
2: Oh, okay. By the way, my kid found a Choco Taco at an ice cream truck this weekend, so they're still out there, people. There's no need to panic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get them before you
0: melt, before yeah. they melt. Uh, you know what, Steve? I'm going to agree with you. I think it's the Oreo of the cookie world, you know, of the ice cream world, rather.
1: Yes. Yes. I think that you're I, – I. yeah, it's just it, – and I'm talking about if you do the cookie, like the Chips Ahoy-looking cookie – that's a next-level ice cream sandwich, but when it's just the black cookie, that dark brown cookie, and it's long and rectangular, and there's bad ice cream inside, it just doesn't do it for me. It's always two against go. one
2: on this show. Uh, I'm going to uh, stand up and shout for ice cream sandwiches. They, uh, I enjoy them, and they take me back to fonder days of my youth. <laughs> Bye now.
0: Bye now, Rocco. Good talking to you.
2: I'm going to go talk to Sue about her t-shirt size and her mailing address and all sorts of personal questions like that. Okay. You guys carry on. All right. Carry on, Garth.
0: Mm. All right. Here we go. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Everybody
2: on the show is getting
0: tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. I've got the secret to being the most interesting person at a party. What do you think of
1: that? I would, I have a guess. Is, that, is it, can we do it as a guessing game or is that... Sure,
0: but let me tell you that this is coming from um, a business leadership expert named Marcel Schwantes, <laughs> And he
1: <laughs> says... Epic name.
0: Oh yeah, too bad Rock was on the phone. Uh, the secret to having people find you fascinating is you. you go
1: now is to ask questions about other people be a question asker not a storyteller
0: absolutely don't talk about yourself Yes. yes the best way is to get them talking about themselves and engage with them about their stories here are three tips for being the most interesting person at a party number one be intensely curious Show that you're genuinely fascinated by what someone's telling you and ask smart follow-up questions. Number two, be a good listener. When you let someone talk about themselves, it triggers the same area of their brain as getting money or food. So as they talk about themselves, they'll grow to like you more and more.
1: Wow! Uh,
0: Number three, thank you for asking. Ask interesting questions. Instead of small talk, ask questions like, what's on your bucket list? And then ask a follow-up question about how you can help them achieve it. From that point on, they will think you're the most interesting person there.
1: Wow. Yeah. I have to That's say good.
0: that yes, I queen. I do have an acquaintance, an acquaintance who is always asking things like that and I find it annoying.
1: Okay, so you need to balance it out a little bit. Okay. I don't want so like You need to balance it.
0: like if i'm in the middle of a conversation about something don't start asking me what three things i would take on an island Mm. you know what i mean (laughs) like it just feels like a child's game
1: instead of how do you feel about highs and lows at the end of a day going around the table all right guys let's let's talk i like that uh yeah yeah, you know, because some of those things, those conversation starters, and I know we're up against the clocks. We need to end this conversation, uh-huh. but some of them do feel a bit cheesy, a bit heavy-handed, or manufactured. But they can often help you to think a little differently and get you to reveal a couple things. But point taken, Donna. Ask questions about other people more. Ask more questions than you. Less give your you own
0: more them. Than-
1: That's it. She's our queen.
0: She is our queen. Hey, uh, at National Night Out tonight, which you don't even know if it's an actual thing, um, try to get a bite of an ice cream sandwich. This is coming from Jason, who says they're fantastic. Take a bite out of one. No,
1: they're garbage. And no. You know which ones are good? The ones, the cookie witch. You got to go. The cookie witch. That's (laughs) what I was talking about. Ah,
0: Those are so good. All right. I agree with you. We'll be right back. Bye now. Hey, good morning! Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Woo wee! Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and DJ Rock. Clomp, clomp, clompity, clomp.
1: Hey. We have an update to what's up? What's Rocky? up? How about this? Yeah, but how about this one? Wassala. <laughs> we think we could merge. What's was- That's the kind that. of stuff we hear about. That's that right. In the Mexican city of Bajulada.
2: Do you think on that drop I should keep the Mexican city part? Because I feel like something's.
1: I lost. do. I do like the. I love because here's what's so great is when you have the in the Mexican city of you have Lou Dobbs doing his great you know newsman voice and then when it goes from I know what I'm talking about to blink it's such a great thing to hear together. So yes, I think that it, it would. Behoove us, as they would say, to have all of it. Okay. In the Mexican... Uh, oh,
0: man. What a journey.
1: We had, some, we had some emails coming through. You know, people are saying stuff, and they're here, and you should just know that you can always email us, and we'll always be here for you.
2: Some people are very pro-ice cream sandwich. Uh-huh, Yeah. Um, I think they're
0: good. I think they're fine. They're fine. They're fun to eat. I get it. You though. try the, to the melt the cookies a little. You know, it's oh, brown and bitterish. And, oh, and some of them have the chips on the side of the ice cream. See, you and Steve are it's on you-
1: board with the cookie, like the chip yes. witch. The yeah, which, That one that looks like chip a. Witch. We're talking about a tan cookie, right? It looks like a.
0: It's like a like soft, it's like a
1: doughy. Yes. Yes.
0: Oh my god.
1: See now you guys are
2: back on board.
1: Well, yeah, but that's not an ice cream sandwich. The ice cream sandwich, I'm talking about the circular ones or the long rectangle ones that are brown on the outside, white ice cream on the <laughs> vanilla ice cream on the inside. <laughs> and it's just like, I just don't think it's as good as you want it to be. Now, I will say, in fairness, the Cookie Witch, is that what the other one is called? I think so. I've
2: heard Chip Witch, I don't know. Um, well, the Nel- Chip witch- Nellie's on Marshall in St. Paul is known for their their cookie sandwiches. Really?
0: Well, the chip
2: which
1: looks <laughs> wow. The chip which looks better than it is. It's it's a it's a wonderful picture. We used to have this board. Thank you guys. It's story time with Steve. We used to go to Bouquet Park in Springdale, Pennsylvania, growing up. It was the big community pool, and we would get there. It was like the pool in the sandlot, and there was a snack stand. And Donna, remember when they they had like the picture board? Of all the different ice cream options, yeah. because they knew that you couldn't see into their cooler that was back there. Sure. And I would see that cookie witch, we'll call it, the chip witch, whatever, and think, mama mia. But it was more expensive than your run-of-the-mill popsicle and things like that. So it, it was a splurge to get it. But when I got it, I remember thinking, this is good, but the picture is better.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: My mom once also, story continued, okay. went to... Uh, Sam's Club, you're welcome for the free advertisement. And she bought, in bulk, Swedish fish, Sour Patch Kids, and one other kind of penny candy. And then she you used to be able to get penny candy at the, at the pool snack stand. And they would be in little Ziploc, like, twisty plastic bags. And they would just knot them at the top. And you would buy a bag for $0.25, cents, and you would get 25 Swedish fish or the grape swedish fish were which were rare but wonderful or sour patch kids and she realized if i just buy these in bulk even though they're only one penny per swedish fish we're gonna save money and so that was one of the greatest summers ever when we had our own stash of snack stand candy from the pool at our house in springdale and i'd like to end with thank you for asking
0: are we doing food news because oh, I have a story. John and
2: Steve's. Would you like some food now? <gasps>
0: Yummy. Um, I could listen to this story, okay? <laughs> you know we love us an egg McMuffin because there's more in, the
1: McMuffin more in the middle of an egg McMuffin. an egg in the middle of muffin. The middle of muffin.
0: A couple of. Hang egg- on
1: one second. Big Mac. Do i be banded special ladies, <laughs> cheese pickles onions and a sesame seed bun. Go.
0: A couple of egg McMuffins resulted in a fine of more than eighteen hundred dollars for one traveler at an airport in Australia. What? According oh, to their minister for agriculture, fisheries, and forestry, a biosecurity dog at Darwin International sniffed out two egg and sausage McMuffins and a ham croissant. Huh? <laughs> inside the passenger's luggage when he arrived on a flight from bali the items were confiscated and then destroyed and then they were fined australian authorities have been cracking down on food coming into the country because they're trying to prevent foot and mouth disease like one that's occurring in in bali right now i think it's a problem in bali
1: Wow, I have but, a friend okay. moving back
0: to Bali in a couple of weeks. Wow.
1: Moving back to Bali? Yeah, you have she a lives Bali in Bali. Yes, I have it. Well, she's. Where's Bali friend live right now?
0: In Here in the States, here in Minneapolis. This
1: is this witness protection? Don't worry about it. Going back to Bali? I'm going back um, to
0: Bali! To <laughs> Bali! To Bali! <laughs> going back
2: to Bali! Oh, boy. I don't think so. Okay. Would you have ever (laughs) guessed that Donna knew uh, the LL Cool J song enough to parody it? That was great.
0: You guys are my best friends.
1: I just think is there really a big hand and foot problem in Bali that they think the way that it's getting transmitted is via sausage McMuffins? I don't
0: know. I don't know. But,
1: you know. Shred it. Shred it. What do we do with it, boss? We've got two of them here. Give them to the dogs now.
0: I don't know. Australia, remember Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and their dogs? They they are they're, they're they mean business.
1: Thank Ma- you. Is it Mary? Hand you mean Mary? Do You mean hand, foot, and mouth? Because then there's hoof and mouth, which I think is a lot I don't
0: know, don't reasons. ask me follow up questions ever.
1: Hey. You know what? what's that? I was gonna say what? who was gonna say something dumber? <laughs> I was gonna say, I would like to have hoofs on my feet. Now you go. I
0: would as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why it works, kids. kids oh my gosh! Kind of chemistry. Seriously, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we got a little movie news coming your way. A dirt alert as well. Next on my time.